Welcome to the Love Essentials Podcast. I'm Joy, Pink Girl Teaches, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend with me. Listen, today's going to be a great show. I'm discussing the value of a man, and I'm not by myself in this episode. Queenie Love is going to be joining me. Now, Queenie is the creator of Bar Talks Discussion Forum. She hosts the Relationship Zone, the podcast, and she's founder and CEO of the Hope Project Community Volunteer Initiative. Sandra, AKA Queenie, has been keeping busy creating spaces for many years. Holding her bachelor's in sociology, Queenie works as a senior program manager for a local nonprofit managing six transitional houses for women and children experiencing homelessness or at risk of becoming homeless. Queenie is known for her big, warm smile, her ability to connect and bridge people together, and although outspoken, many find her to be extremely kind in nature. She is also known as a community leader, influencer, and empathetic giver and encourager of so many. With an educational background in sociology, Queenie understands the power of connections, healthy relationships, and thriving communities. If there's a community cause and there's a need to create change or a call to action, Queenie is likely somewhere in the midst. Queenie shares her love for positive quotes and inspirational mantras everywhere she goes. And one quote that she holds near and dear reads, only those who have learned the power of sincere and selfless contribution experience life's joys, life's deepest joys, should I say. And that is true fulfillment. And this is by Tony Robbins. So enjoy this episode with us. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me tonight. As you can see, I am not by myself. I am with the gorgeous Queenie of the Relationship Zone. Queenie, thank you so very much for being here with me. Oh, thank you, Joy, for having me. So good to see you. It is so good to see you. I'm so glad that we're actually having a conversation together because first of all, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes. I have yes. been waiting. I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> and so I was like, one day, one day she's going to come on the podcast. And so here we are. Dream come true. Yeah, well, I'm a fan of yours as well. I, I love, love, love what you're doing out there. Um, and so I, I, I would not have missed this for the world. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. You're welcome. But the pleasure is all mine. Thank so you. today we're talking about the value of a man. And when we talk about the value of a man to you, what is the value of a man? You know, you know, you got me with this question, right? Because right now I hear a lot of chatter about high value men. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and listen, you know, I think the value of a man is as much as um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, I, I've heard people place value on men based on the money that they make. I, I because my heart isn't set up that way, my mind isn't set up that way, my empathetic spirit isn't set up that way. I just can't place a dollar amount uh, on on a person, period, and that being the value that I see in them. Um, I really think the value of a man is it is begins and ends with integrity. Um, and that's what's most important to me is, are you integral? Because um, when we're trying to validate men that make money, 
and, and then place a tag on them and say that you are high value. I just think that that's dangerous territory, but that's just me. Um, I do understand when you break it down like that, but for me, the value of a man begins and ends with integrity, not your dollar amount, not the money in your pocket, not your bank account. It's the integrity that you have and you possess and you move with. You said my favorite word, integrity, because yeah. that's what sets you apart. Um, impeccable integrity. That's, you know, it's something that in my personal life I strive for. Do I get it right all the time? Mm. No, but that's always the mark that I want to reach. That's one of the things that I want to imprint on my children. And mm. so it's just in my eyes and in my, you know, in my mind, it really diminishes the capacity a person can rise to if we say that, you know, their value is based on a dollar amount, because at the end of the day, the only thing that is different between a tree and a dollar bill is the process. So what is the process in that man? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I, I, I could not agree with you more. I, I just, I, and I think again, that if this high value or value and you know, it can just become so muddy and murky and become so twisted and convoluted. And we have to be careful because men, boys, males are listening, right? But what's even more important is that women are listening. Mm. And so when you have women chasing men, aligning themselves up with value, valuable men that mistreat them, because of the dollar amount that they possess, then you're gonna have more damaged women right. when they are in the hands and in the presence of men that see themselves as valuable. Because I think I think I heard one individual on YouTube say that a, a high value man starts with you earning like 10 Gs a month. So imagine being with a man that makes 10, 12, 13, you know, where I live, it's, it's normal. For some um and then he mistreats you and treats you any type of way i mean a woman could and some have stay with those people <laughs> because of this value uh totally 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 misleading if you ask me joy i just think it's it's troublesome if, honestly you know, i was talking to my girlfriend and you know this is like my best friend and so mm -hmm. you know with us we can just have this un unfiltered conversation yeah. And part of the conversation, I'm gonna say it, and you know, it's whatever. When you have people who step into new money, they just kind of act anyhow. And I think that for some people who are high value, that's kind of what it is. This is new to you because there are men out here who have been seven figure earners and we never hear a peep out of them. They just walk in integrity. They maintain a different mindset and they pursue their passion. They're, they live their lives. We don't have to, like, since when did it become cute or, you know, like standard to talk about what you have in the bank? As, is that all that you bring to the table, sir? Because if all you're bringing to the table is a dollar bill, then you already missed the mark. Exactly. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I totally agree. And that's why I say, I think it's just, I think it's dangerous to put it in the hands of the wrong people, you know, and the mindset of the wrong people. And I, and like you're saying, like, when did we, how did we, you know, get to this space? 
But I think we got to this space whenever we went from, oh child, they may may come after me. But (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing, it's not even about them coming after you, but some of our sisters have really drank this Kool-Aid. And I think, you know, we might not be able to change their minds, but as long as we're getting the message out there, like, yeah. girl, don't play yourself for a yeah. dollar value. Yeah, exactly. So we went from being name brand whores, right, to come on, now. having to have the latest and the greatest and the biggest and the best, and having to show it off all over. Let's say, let's just say, social media or anywhere that it could be seen. Suddenly, we start placing all this value in things versus truly value in who we are. Right to being integral, honest, good human beings, right? And I'm talking about all around wholesome, good people, people that want to not just see my sisters and my brothers grow, but want to see the the earth flourish, right? Just good hearted people, right? So when we got away from that, which as a collective many have, and then there's a culture that um, perpetuates the same ideology. Now we have someone that or people that make videos that reach the masses and they, and they continue to share and share and go viral with a message that to me is, is, is damaging. And I'll go in further damaging to a lot of black people in particularly, um, and we're talking about dollar value. How many African-American men and women, how many African-American men do you know that starts off making $10,000 a month? That's, so that in itself plays on the self-esteem of the believer that's listening to this mess, <laughs> So I think you just have to be careful. Like, like we, how in the world did we get here? You know, um, it's frustrating to me when I really look at the people that are watching this information and believe in it, Joy. Like, now, now you make this certain amount and now I can, now, now I'm the ish, right? It used to be yeah. you wore the red bottoms, you were the ish. It was, you had the latest mink hair, you were the ish. It was, if you had, you know, the, all these cars and you still paying rent in your mama's basement, you were the ish, yeah. you know what I mean? So now we're, now we're high value. Now we, we're entitled to have access to all these women or, or men. I don't know if it's a thing with women as well. I don't know, but you yeah. know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now we have access and, and, oh, but wait, but we don't want women to be coming at us for money. It's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, you know, you said a whole mouthful and thank you because you met, you mentioned so many things. Um, one thing that you said that, um, one thing that you said that I just can't, you know, um, get off my mind is that you said, um, you know, we're supposed to be here to make the earth flourish. Yeah. And so that speaks to a person's purpose. Now I want, and this is why I feel like these conversations are so important because we have to get to the nitty gritty of our creation. Why were you created? And so then there comes that purpose again. But you know, when people see things as, or they measure your success by visibility, then you, you're successful, you know, you're visible yeah. on social media, but like, what is the measure for greatness? What is the measure for yeah. excellence when we've reduced it to what society and culture will say as successful, you know, being visibility? Because let me, if I can be honest, take away all visibility. I would rather not have visibility, but let's just reach one sister 
and let her get the message. And as long yeah. as she catches the message and she goes ahead and feeds it to another sister and we can create a cascading effect, then, you know, we're able to say that, you know what, we've been effective, mm-hmm. but how, you know, it's like, we almost work backwards when we send the message that all your worth and, you know, you, you'll never amount to anything if you don't have this, you know, if your bank statement doesn't reflect this, if you don't have those $10,000 a month checks, or if your man doesn't bring that kind of money home, mm. if you don't have those red bottoms, but like at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, what did your life mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. What did it all mean? I think the Bible says, what is it? What is, what good is it for a man to gain the world and lose a soul? Right. Um, it says something like that. Y'all get yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's the thing, like you gain all this and all, all this, um, the, all these accolades and, you know, man's pushing you up, boosting you up, telling you, you gotta have this and gotta have that. You constantly grinding you a, but then you really have no real soul. Like, what, what good are you doing with all of that? Um, it doesn't mean much, to be honest with you. I, and I'll, I'll say this and I'm going to hush. <laughs> I was watching an interview with Alex Trebek's wife um, today. And as big of a person as Alex Trebek is, everybody knows Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife said it wasn't about that. It wasn't about how amazing he was. It was the fact that this was a man that would come home, get out of his suit, and put on his, you know, his overalls or whatever, and drive a pickup, an old pickup truck, <laughs> and he would give back to his community. Like, so when we talk about value, it's not about the fame or fortune or anything like, like that. It's really about who she laid beside every single night, knowing that he was just a really good person. Right. You know, it's kind of like what is attached to your name. Yeah. And what is the legacy oh. that you're leaving yes. behind? Yes. And your legacy is never wrapped up in dollars, but what did your life do? You know, it's kind of like, you know, like the date, the year that you were born or your date of birth, and then that dash, and then mm-hmm. your date of death. Well, what does the dash speak about? Because it just can't be about a dollar bill. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that is, they're going to get me. That's low level thinking. It is a low level conversation. I'm yes. sorry. You know, I agree. we were talking about, you know, we were talking about that post that I made a few weeks ago. In fact, it was last week sometime where I shared how somebody that I, you know, was in a relationship with kind of ghosted me after he proposed after, and mm. you know, that relationship was, there was no signs that there was anything really wrong with him or, you know, oh, yeah. like seriously, I've, you know, I spent, I had time. I, Trust me, I had time to re-examine and examine, you know how we do in our minds, like when things don't work out and we start trying to see what did I miss? But like, really, I just couldn't figure out anything like, you know, but then, you know, he, he disappears and then reappears like, Hey babe, like I'm back and I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. You ready? And here's the thing, like Queenie, he was like, are you ready to go pick out your ring? Because I want to upgrade the one that I gave you, you know? And I was like, you might dig into this now. I know, I know I'm your guest. I know, I know. I Go know. ahead. Well, listen, I got a question. Wait. So he came back after how long? Three years, girl. And just said, let's go get another ring and I'm going to make know, you an honest woman. 
<laughs> you know what? I just said, you know what? First of all, I was like, I was like gonna hang up on him, and I was like, don't. Something in me just said, don't. And Bro, then it also said, don't. And it also Bro. said, hush your mouth, yeah. because you know, my mouth sometimes can be, it can be something blessed. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, watch my mouth. I'm not gonna say anything, and I let him, and he did. And you know, some of the things that he was, I'm so glad. And that's why I said in that post that it was good that I was afflicted, that I might learn your statutes because it was in, mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. in that act of ghosting that I had to like, God, what happened here? And I had to go and seek him for so much, for so much, you know, for more of who am I and where did I go wrong? And what are you teaching me in this moment? You know, I had to go flat on my face to heal from that because who does that? And then not only that, um, but I didn't marry him. Otherwise, I'd be on divorce number two. Yeah. Because the man that I discovered, he, you know, the man that was talking to me on the phone had been watching these very videos that we've been talking about. Really? Yes. I mean, yes. 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 Mr. High Value. Oh. I got so sick and tired of hearing about all his millions of dollars and how, you know, if he was doing me, he would be doing me a favor by taking me out of the dating pool, making an honest woman out of me. I would be his wife. I would want for nothing. All I would have to do is cater to his every need. And um, he would, you know, he would be helping me step out of my masculine energy and being a father to my children. And I said, sir, I gotta go feed my goldfish. And hung up and blocked him. And then his mother had the nerve to call. Like, please talk to my son. I said like, miss, miss, you know your son is wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, good for you. But like, seriously, like, these high value men think that they can do this to you at the drop of a dime and then try to tell you like, listen, sis, I have options, sir. I have options too. But yeah, first yeah. of all, let's just clear the air. Not everybody is an option because some, some things are once in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And if you, yeah. and you know, the Bible talks about this, like, you know, one word is good. And I, I can't, you know, I'm going to have to paraphrase it, but it's like, you know, one word is good enough for one word is good enough for the wise you know he let he who have ears hear so yeah. you know all it yeah, takes is yeah. one time so like i was just like bye no yeah you, you know uh, it, a man's money and, and that's, again we're talking about high value man so you know yeah it, he is it does not make him privy to me to have access to me and there's there should be no entitlement i am my own person and and at my age i don't need a savior so i totally commend you on stepping into your greatness and saying okay i heard you and now i'm gonna go feed my goldfish i'm unimpressed by all of this mess and that's the thing i i it i think again i, I just i just really believe that I think that many of us have it all backwards and wrong, but I think that some men just have it wrong. Like, why, why do you even think that you can present this to this woman? First of all, you ghosted her. So let's just go there first. Then when you come back, now you're the prize. How, how, how are you the prize? 
because sis, they have options. Yeah, well, you know. And that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but like, I mean, every, like, seriously, like, you know, they, I think there's a sense of entitlement. Sure. I think to a certain degree, there's a level of narcissism there oh, yeah. um, or just plain toxicity. But it's, you know, also, I think that some people who are insecure have mm -hmm. finally found a way to say, listen, I have value this way. But mm -hmm. if you still have not gotten in touch with your authentic identity, who are you? Yeah. Who is there? Yeah. yeah. There's still, there's still damaged little boys um, and young men. And, and again, this is no, I'm not bashing a man at all because I have wonderful men in my family but you know they still they still struggle and they're looking for videos like we're discussing um people on there to validate them to validate who they are by telling them oh well you make this kind of money you should be able to you know pull a few of them and those women need to see your value but again if you're not integral if you are dishonest how can i see value in you and that's the thing when men are, are air, extremely arrogant. And this is anyone. But when you're extremely arrogant, you're you know a habitual liar. Um, yeah. you know you're you know you, I can't rely on you or depend on you. You ghost. Um, you know if you don't know don't care to don't talk with me with some type of kindness. And I'm not talking and taking away your your alpha male you know energy. But I'm saying if you don't know how to utilize any of that, um, then how can I see you as value? I may tolerate you because it depends on the position I'm in in my own personal life. But a woman like myself, um, yeah, I'm do like my grandmother said, I'm gonna feed you with a long handle spoon. I'm good. You know, I'm just, I don't want to be entangled with that type of energy when I understand that we both have a value, you know, but the value lies within not your pockets and neither between my legs. The value lies within the person that I am. How do I show up and represent in your life? And how do I show up and represent in the world? How do I treat my children, my fellow men and women? That's real value. You know what I'm saying? So girl, I'm not wasting my time with, with, with these, you know, these pseudo valuable people. <laughs> girl. We need to like, start a we need to start talking about pseudo value. You know, that's what we the, the, right. the pseudo value is is getting people twisted up. It's probably breaking up relationship breaking up marriages because but people you, suddenly believe that they're better than the other person and i'm not saying that you don't have maybe better qualities but i am saying that don't let you know don't let that fool you don't get it twisted you know anyway like seriously don't get it twisted but then you know not only that they use that as a as a card you know like if you don't act right well i'm not going to you know i'm going to take away your allowance I'm going to, you know, suddenly she has to just conform to everything that she's saying and lose her whole identity. Because first of all, you know what homeboy said to me? He said to me and all this, and mind you, so this let me know that you've spent three years watching me. Because he said, oh, and I see you've got a, a book out. You, you, you got a book coming. You got this, you got this, you got that. And he said, all of that stops and you'll just be my wife. And I said, you know, <laughs> like, I was just like, you know, you, you 
you cannot, you cannot tell me there's not a dollar amount on my purpose. There's not a dollar amount that is worth me going to sleep on, on myself because I recognize that, you know, my life has its own value that is not tied up in a dollar amount, but it's connected to so many other lives that are waiting for, you know, the message that we go forth and that we speak, you know, every day, the women that you speak to, the men that you speak to, and how your life is connected to them and their healing and their ability to see themselves for who they are because what happens is we get that cascading effect because they go off and then you know the dots connect in their lives and then they begin to do the same thing in other people's lives and there we have you know be fruitful and multiply yes, yes. it wasn't just about having babies it was about you know waking people up it was about getting people to walk in their purpose it was getting people to see their value and their worth it never said, you know, show your bank statements. Yes. Oh my God, Joe, you, you, you're you preaching. Because I mean, you're, you're speaking truth. And I'll share, you know, I, I know I'm on your platform, so I'll, I'm comfortable sharing here. <laughs> Girl. But I, I had someone most recently, they're watching me too, right? So we, you know, we've already had a side conversation about those people that come back and they and they watch from afar. Um, but watch me as well and let me know that I'm too public. And that's the reason why we can never get back together. Not the fact that they're an abuser is the reason why I would never be back with them. <laughs> but because I'm too public, they watch me and they hear me talk on all these platforms. And so therefore they could never trust that I wouldn't put our business. Listen. My purpose is much larger than that foolishness that he was talking about. I heard him out, but because I'm clear that God has an assignment for my life and it is not aligned with reconnecting with trauma, then I have to keep moving. That's the real, that's the real deal. It's not, and I don't think anyone that's listening, if they feel that they're having to choose I'm not trying to break up the home. If you feel like you got to choose your purpose over someone else's purpose, then you really need to probably go back to the good Lord or your maker, your creator, whoever it is, wherever you feel that you get that spiritual energy from and really, really, really meditate with that energy to really find where you're supposed to be. Because I don't believe we're just here to serve one person based on their own insecurities and needs and desires self-serving, you know, mindset, um, it's way larger than that. And a person like yourself and me and many others, you know, we have an assignment on our life. And I believe that love and loved ones can accompany us on that journey versus we having to drop what God has created in us to do and then turn back around just to sit there and be the good old queenie or the good old joy or the good old whomever. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> not here's the thing. You know, when somebody asks you to drop what God has deposited in you, that is a clear indicator that this is not for you. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we know that we will be accountable for what we did with the, you know, what was given to us. And so, you know, why? And furthermore, like even as we, even as we are looking for, you know, men to connect with women for those men that listen, you know, to connect with in marriage and in life and partnership. I think, you know, a lot of people fall on the fact that, oh, you know what, I, I'm looking for love. 
But for me, I've always said that I want more than love because yeah. love is just one of those things. It's an emotion and those emotions fluctuate. So what happens when the love is down, when the love is low, when I feel like I can't even stand you today for whatever reason, because it's an emotion, they fluctuate. But if we have a purpose partner, you know, our purpose is aligned and we have value in that, then hello, you know, we can weather those storms together because that's always going to bring us back together. And so mm -hmm. I think, you know, those are clear indicators that, you know, well, to me anyway, I think, you know, more than as much as I want, you know, somebody who, you know, who aligns with my morals, my vision, my values, mm -hmm. do our purposes align and our life oh, yeah. purpose like, and if it doesn't, then, you know, we just, I, w I wouldn't even waste my time. I'm really at that point now where I've, I've stopped the running and I've said like, listen, okay, you want purpose to come forth and let's, let's do this because you understand the severity of it. And when we continue to hear messages about, you know, ladies, you know, you, you, you're not pretty enough. Ladies, your bodies are not tight enough. Ladies, you know, your weave is tacky. You, you, you need a weave, your natural hair, you need this, you need that, your light skin, your dark skin, your all kinds of things. And you'll never attract an, a high value man because you have kids like, sir, really? Let's talk about you. Yeah. How, how, how does this even become well, I mean, I'm, I'm asking this rhetorical, but how does this really become part of our culture? You know what I mean? Like it has gone viral and people take little clips of what these folks are saying and it's now the gospel. I'm concerned about our children watching this and believing that this is true. This is how it is because it's not that, you know, you can take, I mean, it's like when, when you start talking about these values, these high value men, I'd rather have the purpose the purpose partner than this high value man. Now, again, I want to be able to survive and thrive naturally, but it's like saying that, and, and no hit on any sanitation workers out there. I have sanitation workers in my family and I absolutely love those that service our organization, but a sanitation worker that may be making, I don't know what it, what they could be making, uh, $45,000 a year maybe. It's saying that that person has less value when, that person's what is keeping our world running half the time, right? Part if they're contributing greatly and they have a home that they're taking care of, they have children that they're feeding, they have a wife or 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 husband at home that they're taking care of, they have a grandparent or a parent that they look at. How can we then say this person is less valuable? I, I don't know how we got here to this place, but I want people to think like just. It may be entertaining and it may be funny and it may be something to talk about, but definitely don't get it twisted and believe that Uncle John, who is working his butt off, has been working his butt off for the last 15, 20 years to take care of his family and his mom and all these other people and his wife and his kids, you know, is less valuable than the dude that drives the Maserati. Guys do drive Maseratis, right? Yeah. The dude that drives the Maserati. <laughs> You know, and he's, you know, like, uh, you know, making like $150,000 a year. Come mm -hmm. on. Like, yeah. But you know it what? It can't I be think... the money that you're chasing. And it's someone else's money. It's not yours. So I don't know how we got here, Joy. Girl. 
Girl, you know what though? I think to some degree, and I'm, this is not the entire answer, in, in a small, small degree or to a small degree, it's a response to some of these male relationship coaches. You're telling men that, or telling women that, you know, men are doing this, 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 and, you know, just exposing, you know, the F boys. And let me tell you, some of these male relationships- you get up and travel, Joy. Huh, what you say? You about to get up and travel, girl. No, no we're fixing crowns. I love it. No, we're fixing crowns, girl. Yes, I love it. You know, they're so covert. You know, some of them, like, you got to examine their private lives. And this, the thing is that they sit here and they say all these things, especially some of these high value men, because sometimes like, I mean, we've seen your pictures float around and that did not look very high value. I'm just going to yeah. say that. And then some yeah. of you, some of them attack women, but like your lifestyles are questionable. Like, are, mm -hmm. are you on the other side or do you back mm -hmm. on the other team? Like, and it's no diss, but like, this is just facts. Like, you know, what is, what is a person's intention? Because you can, you can express your thoughts, but you don't have to tear people down. Like, listen, as black people, we already have enough battles to fight. Why do we have to add to that? Why do yeah. we have to tear each other apart just so that you can stand tall, but you already shine. If you yeah. would just allow yourself to be authentic and be true to yourself, you don't need to tear me down. Queenie, you already fabulous as you are. You know, I won't be any better if I come here and I throw dirt on your name, does it, what will it do for me? Right, 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 right. I agree. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, so I think it, to some degree, it was a response to those male, you know, um, relationship and life coaches who mm. you know, I think these guys felt disenfranchised by and, mm. you know, exposed. And so now we've got to say, well, what about us, you know? And so, you know, I guess people like, my my mistake in the past <laughs> you know went off and, and they increased their value and said now I'm somebody but sir you were somebody before and you were yes. somebody who who was so different and so valuable and now like sir bye yeah and and they allowed some other man that they don't even know to validate them yep when they could just not find it within themselves so it's really not real. It's not authentic. It's not true. If that man now tears them down by putting up some other different posts, their self-esteem is going to be in the, in the gutter. So really, how much value do they truly see in themselves? And if you lose it all today, who are you? Because, of, because we both know that, you know, I mean, 2020, 2021 taught us that we could lose things. You know, mm -hmm. everything that you had, we could just, tomorrow it's gone. Right. Um, but who are you at, you know, yeah. when, when it's all gone, when it's all said, and, it's done, all said and done. So these people that are out here talking behind the screen with silver fox beards and black rim glasses on and, you know, or sitting in front of bookshelves. you're talking about. Sitting in bookshelves and acting like they're lawyers and, and they're victims of, you know, abusive women and all these other things and they're, and they're bashing and bashing oh and bashing and bashing and bashing, oh. and bashing and bashing people. I think that we have to just really look who are they without any of the, any of the lights, any of the, the, the shine, any of the polish, who right. are you really, you know but what I'm know, saying? And so we have to be careful who we take our, who we take instruction from. 
So I agree with you. You know, that's one thing that I always tell people, like, especially like on, you know, on my, in my community on, you know, on narcissism, like you can't eat at everybody's table. You just can't be going here, there and everywhere. You've got to test the spirit by the spirit. You know, when you continue to just consume here, there and everywhere, you are going to end up with a runny stomach you are going to end up, you know, confused because not everything is for you. And so in order for you to know the right things for you, first things first, you got to know who you are. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. Like, listen, I don't want anyone to think that, you know, we have a problem with six figure earnings, seven figure. No, No, because those are some of our goals, at least, you know, so (laughs) yeah. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But to say that this is what makes you high value, this is what makes you a worthwhile human being, like, no. That, yeah, you know, yeah. this is what makes you worthy of being seen or, you know, to, to have a person like that, then, you know, you need to be a certain type of way. No. Yes, I agree. I, again, it just takes a toll on someone's self-esteem. It really does. And it inflates others, given this grandiose, you know, self-esteem and, and mentality, attitude, personality. And in others, it can totally tear that, tear you down. Um, that's why I just think it's important not to be placing so much value on the dollar amount a person makes. Um, you know, I, I live in a community where a lot of people make a lot of money, right? Um, not celebrity status, but very good money and yeah. um you know and if if you know if my friends treated me and I, I was a hairstylist for years but if they treated me different because they were making you know six seven figures then I don't know what that would have made I mean I guess I can't imagine what it would have made me feel like right but I was married to a man that was easily well over six figures so our house combined was way up there um but it didn't make me treat people any different that wasn't no, because who I am is who I am, whether I'm making $14 an hour or whether I'm making $80 an hour, um, who I am is who I am, you know? Um, and I think that we just have to hold on to that, like keep our feet on the ground and know that the value is not in the dollar amount he or she makes. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just extra. It's just, it just adds ice into the, to the cake, but be integral like that that means so much more (laughs) you know like if I was to ask you Queenie like what are the three top things that you look for in a man what's your answer Mm -hmm. um honestly my top three is um kindness I love a gentle man I love a kind man he can be alpha I don't have he needs to be kind um um stable I love a stable man in in his ways all his ways, (laughs) stable, um, kind, and a man that is about his purpose. Um, Those things are very important to me uh, because I do believe that he who is without vision will perish and anyone that's attached to that person will perish as well. And so those are the things I really, those are the first things I I look for. Yeah, I mean, I love a good smelling and handsome guy, but that really doesn't mean a lot. Um, I have, that's, that's everywhere. That doesn't mean a lot, but those three things are most important to me. Yes. I love that you said stable because that is second on my list. 
um, you know, when I says when I say stable, like even in his thoughts. Absolutely. You know, That's exactly that what I mean. Can, in all his can, ways. Yeah, we can <laughs> rest in that, you know, that with you, there's no, you know, there's no um shadow of doubt, you know? Yes. Um yeah. You said purpose. That's number one. I always say like I want somebody who's kingdom focused because I want to think of him as my king, right? Yeah. And so if he's my king, then he's thinking future wise. Absolutely. So we might yeah. be in the now, but his mind is already examining where are we in ten years? Because I, you know, how I want to view people that I come into contact with or men is like where where would we be? How do you fit in my life in the next ten years? Because we have our visions, you know, our vision plans, and we we know where we see ourselves in the next 10 years. But like, sir, do you fit me in 10 years? Like with your current patterns? Like, because we, you know, we we oftentimes want to make people, we want to see their potential. But mm -hmm. like, let's just take them as they are right now. Mm -hmm. And see you with me, how I see myself in 10 years. Yeah. And that one right there lets you know, like, this one got to go. <laughs> I don't think we're a good fit. <laughs> you know, I mean, like we got to start yeah. being honest with ourselves yeah. and, you know, start saving ourselves some heartbreak because it's mm. so much easier. Well, it's not easy, but it's better that we let our heart breaks than our soul to be. Yes. So you, you got to take out early sometimes. And then I want somebody who can make love to my mind, but oh, like yeah. with, the, with the truth though, because, you know, some are future fakers, but like, no, like, you know, with integrity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, you know, I might not know the answer. I might be stuck, let's just say in business. Mm -hmm. And he might not have the answer, but he can steer the conversation in a direction where I can find the answer. I love yes. that. Yeah, I like that. See, that's sexy. Girl, I know <laughs> that's he's sexy, sexy, whoever he is. Yes, that's sexy, boo. <laughs> Now that's no, I, value to me. That's yes. value to me. So he could come with as many zeros on his bank account, but if he doesn't have those things, like, what yeah. do you want me to do with you? You cute, yeah. yes. But like, yeah. can you pray yes. for me, sir? Can you cover me? Yes. Oh, that's not like my father. My father used to say that. Can, it, does he cover you? And is he on your side? Those are the two things before he passed away that he left with me whenever I'm searching for a partner in my future, make sure that he covers you and make sure that you know he's on your side. Yeah, so those are things I, I keep those little nuggets with me in my front pocket because um, I know that they're they're very, very important. Um, and, and, you know, I don't know if you remember, Joy, you know, uh, there was a time <laughs> where we used to date guys based on this kind of car that he drove, right? Um, or at least my friends did. And I remember saying to them, but in my car, of course, my favorite's BMW. And um, I remember saying, you know, my girlfriends were like, well, he got a BMW, he got a BMW, girl. Go on and, you know, talk to him. But, you know, something in my spirit said, but that's his car, that's not mine. Right. And nowhere does it feel like it's mine or ever going to, or I would ever even share in this car. You know? So I say that because that's how it is when we're looking at these partners. I don't care what he has. If he isn't giving, kind, if he doesn't, if he's selfish as hell, like, well, how do I benefit from any of that? Because I know for me, what I have, my family has. What I have, my partner has. But when you're with a person that is not that way, it, it benefits me none. 
if he has all these things, but is I'm but is not giving of any of these things to my future, to my life, because that's what I'm trying to do for him. So when you said that about, you know, that person being able to basically like pour into you, right, help you to get there, your purpose and, and that person person's purpose aligning and it's going forward. Yeah, I can't even see that BMW in my in my future. It's beautiful now, but I don't see it in my future in five years. So I really don't need to go ride with him because he's driving a BMW. But you know, let's take it a step further. You have children, mm -hmm. I have children. Mm -hmm. What value is he gonna bring into their lives? Yeah, all that matters. Because my kids don't care about your money. They, they don't really care. don't. Right. I've been able to provide their wants and needs. They're good. They have everything that they want and need. So what are you adding that, you know, what are you teaching? Yeah. yeah. What it, What's the impartation? Because, you know, there are some things that, you know, have to be imparted. But like, if that's what you're leading with, because, you know, and this is where the, it's so interesting. They say like, ladies, and I know, and I believe that this is true. Don't lead with your qualifications. Oh, I have a doctorate in this, mm -hmm. this, and I run yeah. a Fortune 500. Don't lead with it. But then they come and they lead with their bank statement. Like, sir, is that all that makes you? Because you're very boring. Yeah. I pass. Thank you, next. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well, girl, my, my one, of, one of the people in my life said, <laughs> you know, Queenie, I mean, I can get 10 of you. Yep. I said, okay. Yep. And then he, then he called me the other day and said, but there really is only one of you. Mm -mm. There's 10 so of me. Now. Listen, enjoy listen. that's exactly what I said. I said, well, you know, you said that, you know, I said, and I think you should pursue that. Do that's, that. ex that's exactly what he said. I almost said his name. <laughs> That's exactly what he told me. He said, like, listen, I'm so high value, have all these six figures, and I could get any, you know, I could get so yeah. many like you. And I said, well, then just do that. Why are you yeah. why are you all full of all this value and all of this and you're harassing me? Yes, go do that. Yeah, because it's, it's like we don't see the value in them. And so they really, really want to insist on we seeing the value in them the way that they in their head see it. And whenever we are strong enough to say no, because we're looking for something other than your, your dollar amount, right? Their bank account. Um, because we know what comes with that. We know how much you know, comes know. with what they think and they perceive themselves to be. We know what comes with that. So we're able to say, no, I'm good. But they really want us to see it. They really want us to see them in the way that they believe others see them. And the truth right. of the matter is a lot of people may, when people really see their mask off, they don't see them as valuable as they thought they did either. Right. The mask on, we see like, oh yeah, it's a facade. But when that mask is off, we see you for who you really are. Those zeros mean nothing. It means, it means nothing. It means Girl, zero. I'm unimpressed. <laughs> I'm unimpressed. And them calling you a hater for that though. I am so unimpressed. <laughs> okay, bitter woman, jealous woman. I'm unbothered. <laughs> I know, right? Like seriously. But you know, I think one thing that I'm so thankful for in my life is my dad. I'm, <laughs> my dad, like, I mean, 
He's provided for us. He made sure that, you know, he gave his absolute best. And the one thing that he's always said is that if I haven't, if I have not brought you to the Lord, I have not done a single thing for you. If I have not given you standards to live by, I have done nothing for you. So with, you know, with every time there's been a disappointment in my life, let's say with a man, he's the first one I'll run to and I'll be like, dad, and, and I'll tell him the truth. Like, this one yes. and he's like did you do this and I'm like yes and he's like well why did you do that didn't I tell you and I'm like yes but he's like okay now come here let me let me let me pick you up off the floor let me dust you off and let me get you back together but I'm gonna tell you where you went wrong and this is how you esteem yourself and this is how you value yourself you are you know you are an heir of royalty he's not gonna fill me up with like queen this and that no he's gonna tell me who I am based on, you know, what he has been teaching me my whole life that child, I told you, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Stop giving discounts on your life. You know, you're the apple of his eye. So stop treating yourself like you're okay being an option in somebody's life. I've given you my whole life. I've worked for you. There is nothing that I like, even now, like if I said that, this is what I need. And I'm just saying this, you know, just to say like, I found my value from what men are like from my father. And I know not every woman has that. And mm -hmm. so I feel like, you know, that's why some are led astray. But I think the more we talk about this, you know, just as women, and we have this conversation, and, you know, I think, you know, more so than that, is just being transparent with our mistakes. Because yes. my mistakes are like your mistakes, which is like mm -hmm. another sister's mistakes and saying, girl, this is where I went wrong. You know, when I didn't see my self-worth, I would have settled for something like that. I mean, like, you know, and tell your own truth about, you know, where I stumbled and fell and did these things and settled for less than I was worth because there is no way that, you know, just because he has some money. And if all you think that you, you are worth is what he brings or what he puts in your purse. We, we've got work to do yes, because yes. you are so much more than that. You are so much more than the pillow talk. You are so much more than the sweet talk. You are so much more than the future faking that you're going to find out. You're so much more than, you know, everything that you think that you need in him. Because at the end of the day, you know, there's treasure in you and we just have to excavate it and you've got to see it for yourself. But one of the crazy things is that greatness never recognizes itself. And so we've got to hold the mirror up to you. And so I think this is why I kind of wanted to have this conversation. So when you were like, yeah, I'm cool with the title, I was like, great, because I just kind of knew she was going to hit the, you were going to yeah. bring it home. <laughs> Oh my God, but you're, you're doing such an awesome job, girl. You put it out there. You know what though? I, I think it goes, it, you said so much, but it really, really goes to the bare bones and the bare facts is when a woman places her value in a man, because that's really what we're doing when we're talking about he's high value. He's, now you're placing your own worth and value in either his opinion of you um, in how he treats you or what he has. Now you're placing your, versus seeing that you too are valuable. You are worthy of respect and honor and whatever that is, whatever health looks like to you, you're worthy of that. No less, you're worthy of that. At a minimum, you're worthy of that, right? 
Um, and women, we have to really be mindful and careful not to be placed in our own value and our own, own esteem in the hands of our partner, right? And, and, and this vice versa, but we really have to be careful not to do that because we miss, we miss out on so much of who we are. And then we give up the power that God gave us. We give all that power, like, you know, the power that your father has invested and given and instilled in you. Imagine just giving all that up because you're trying to place your own value in someone else's thought mm. of you, right? That, no, 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 we cannot do that at all. And so I think women just have, we have to be very, very mindful and very careful. And again, I'm not saying that we can't remain as you, as you're that person, you know, called out your masculinity, right? So I'm oh. not saying that we can't, we can't, we can't remain very feminine in holding on to our self-value. I'm saying that we just have to know who we are and never allow anyone to devalue us based on the money that they make, the status that they, that they have, or whatever other, you know, grandiose personality ideology that they yeah. may profess themselves. You know what, though? You opened the door here, Queenie, because now, oh, like, listen, let me walk in here because I've got <laughs> a lot to say. So first things first, like, listen, the word says that if the foundations be ruined, what shall the righteous do? So the foundations right. were never right in the first place. But also now we have the introduction of social media and everybody shows their best reel. That's why for me, that post was so important because I decided that I'm not going to just, you know, share like the cute things and yeah. my highlights, but I want to bring you into my vulnerabilities too, because I think when we are transparent, where we can be effective in helping people look at their own truths and accepting it for what it is, and also seeing where they could be a blessing, there can be encouragement, and, you know, they can also feel like I'm not alone because I'm mm. kind of, you know, when I was like in a place of brokenness and I was really like, God, if you just touch me, you know, like you touch the woman with the issue, like whatever you did that moment, do that for me. And I'll, whatever, whatever you deliver me from, I'm going to run my mouth. I won't stop talking about it until, you know, you tell me to move on to the next message. And that's kind of how I've lived my life ever since that moment. And I'll forever do that. But, you know, so we have social media, people now want to be seen and they, you know, and so now that's why there's that importance on the value. So now the men have found a way to stand out and now they are constantly gambling for the highest or the prettiest, the sexiest, the foxiest, the best piece of arm candy. And, you know, and they want her to come and represent, but like, child, you are worth more than that, you know, and. I think it's so important that we, you know, people see themselves for who they truly are. Like if we were to like, if we were to like truly listen to what these men tell us, we've lost, we lose each and every time. Let me tell you, oh boy, I can't believe that this man actually had me in my feelings when he walked away from me, because it was like, First of all, he said to me, what did he say? Like, listen, it's so embarrassing that I even know this man. But he told me that he would be doing me a favor by marrying me. And I was like, first of all, and this is like I said, like that man was actually somebody, we used to pray together. We used to be in the word together. He actually is a preacher. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, and, and, and he was like, and he still wants to be a preacher. And I was like, sir, you, you in all kinds of error right now, but you know, he would tell me that. And I told him, but like, you know, he who finds a wife 
finds a good thing and obtains favor. So I'm actually your gift. So let's set this back in perspective. And then it's like, no, you're misquoting scripture. And I'm like, whatever, you know? And, um, but like, we hear so many people say that, you know what, there's not enough men to go around. So we got to be willing to be, you know, an option. We need to be willing to be an add-on. You need to be willing to just wait your turn for him to pick you up off the shelf and play with you. Like, no, there's more than enough men to go around. And, you know, I think it's what you tell yourself. It's what you allow, the conditioning that you allow, because, you know, you ever just start saying, I don't feel good. And, you know, today is going to be a bad day. Well, today will be a bad day. But like, choose to say something different. Choose to believe something different. I refuse. I will be happily married to an amazing man and I will be an amazing wife. And that's just on periods. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. And listen, there's not enough men to go around. I I don't want all the men. I just want the one. So, and there's tons of men out here. Um, Women that if you really, so- so I think men push that narrative more than women. Okay. But the because women bought into it. The women bought into it, but the men men push that narrative more than women because then it it in, it increases their value. <laughs> yep. And then it allows the married man or the man with other women to now suddenly become a commodity for women that believe that there's not enough men to go around. So now that we understand that math, um, ladies, there are plenty of men. You have to put yourself out there to see them and to be seen by them. But at the end of the day, it's really knowing the type that you want. You don't want all these men. So it's okay that there may be a shortage, right? Of available men in the, uh, the ones that you want. I don't want all of them. There's a ton out here. There's no real shortage of men, but the type of men I desire, then now I'm still holding steady for him. I'm waiting for that one. So let's not let's not believe the the crap. There's plenty of men out here, honey. Um, Just like there's plenty of women, right? But it's all about what you want, what you desire. Keep keep you know who you are, know who you are, and do not settle for less than. We can play around a little bit, but you know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you keep doing this, <laughs> but you know, like, okay, you so you know what the dating pool can be like. Yes, of course. And you know, you know, everybody will talk about, well, a lot of people will talk about, you know, you need to do rotational dating and all this and that. Yeah. And so people get caught in this cycle of rotational dating and, um, you know, you just end up in situation after situation, but you've got to know like, okay, this is who I am. This is my value. This is my worth. And this is what my end goal is. So you can't let another person, somebody outside of you with their own agenda, with their own thoughts, because they may tell you one thing, but it might not be the same as yours or, you know, or they could just be entertaining you till Mm -hmm. a bench warmer, you know, until what they truly want comes along. Absolutely. And so you've got to, you know, you've got to stand by what you want. Just because somebody might be tickling your ears, just because, you know, find the value in you so that you don't fall for the value of what is not for you. Because it doesn't matter how many zeros comes on that account or in that account, 
if it's not for you, it's not for you. And you will know based on, you know, just being confident in the person that you are. Yes, yes, yes. And, and listen, Joy, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We don't have time for our lady friends and any other in, in males that may be watching. <laughs> we don't have time for any of the viewers to get caught up and become more damaged and mentally in anguish and, and stress and depression and anxiety because you chasing the wrong type of individual or because you entangle with the wrong situation or situationship, keep your mind right, keep your focus, know who you are. And again, like, I mean, don't settle for less and, 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 and be honest and truthful about that. And I think what I've learned, Joy, <clears throat> excuse me, in my own life and my relationship, ex-relationships and those that didn't work out, um, you know, I let too much go. I let too much, too many, as we, you know, a lot of people are talking about flags. I let too many red flags fly, hit me in my face, stay with me, sit with me, sleep with me in my bed, get in the shower, you know, all these flags that was there. And I just allowed them to just linger on until I almost, so I felt like I was losing my mind. So I don't want anyone that's listening to wind up in that type of situation. Understand what you're in, see it for what it is, face value, do not, do, do not put no, no lipstick on it and, and knowing it's still a pig, don't do any of that. See it for really what it is and then make, make the best decision for yourself because otherwise you may find yourself in a situation that would, could actually be the death of you. And that's truly how bad it can get. So know your value, really know who you are and don't put so much of the value on the other person. Know who you are. And, and don't settle for less. Don't, 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 there, there are too many other, there's too many, I don't want to, I hate to use the word options, but there's too many other avenues you could take and find mm -hmm. that purpose partner that you're talking about or find that connection that is right for you. And I think, I think that some of us, and since we're talking about men, I think some men are perpetuating these toxic behaviors because they're being fed this information and they're buying into it and they're they're just doing more damage than good and many of us really just want to be loved but because we're taking all this unnecessary information into our system and trying to apply it to every relationship to every connection we're just ruining things you know and, and I, I try to be mindful not to do that myself but I think that we you know we gotta we gotta be real with what's happening in our lives and and if it's not right roll out. If it is not right, do something different. Go, just, just go do something different. It's okay to be by yourself and heal and, and get your own life together than to be connected to someone because of their value, the value that you're placing on them or the value that the world is placing on them or the culture is placing on them. No, we don't need to do that anymore. Not over, I, I'm over 40. I don't know how you are, Joy, You're but in my 40. age, yes, I'm, I just can't, I can't keep doing it, my sister. <laughs> Girl, you know what? Who has time to waste time? Right. Who has time? You know, you circled it right back to integrity. And this is where now we have to hold ourselves accountable. And this goes across the board, men and women. We need to hold ourselves accountable to our level of integrity. Like I said, 
I will always strive for impeccable integrity. Do I always get it right? No, I don't. But when I miss the mark, I will, I will apologize. You know, when I know that I've offended or I've hurt somebody, I will do my best to go ahead and make it right. I won't diminish you. I won't, you know, I'll try not to gaslight you or any of those yeah. things, you know, yeah. because I don't want to leave that bad taste in your mouth, you know, and because another thing is like, you know, listen, everything, everything about this world and about this life is seed time and harvest. Ooh. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to go there. Uh, you know, I've had my share of hard times and I've questioned some, well, did this happen because I did that? And so, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm cautious about how I treat other people. So even when we are trying to connect with people or whatever, just be honest with what you want. And if that's not what you want, then still be honest, but like holding on to people like toys, holding on to people until the next swipe comes along, holding on to people because like, listen, they have what I want as far as, you know, what makes me feel good or you stroke my ego good or you know your arm candy or mm -hmm. he you know he he's what I need in this moment we've got to grow up nobody has a an extra life in their back pocket and if if truth be told we are all you know we're all on borrowed time on no borrowed time girl yes and so if we're out here, you know, trying to get one up on each other, what happens to things like purpose? Are you sure that you want to, you know, like Queenie, are you sure you want to cause that single dad uh, misery in his life that he now needs to recover while trying to raise his children and right. nurse his broken heart? Because you, you know, why, right. why do we do these things to each other? Like let's place value on ourselves and hold ourselves accountable at a higher level. And that's that integrity you talked about. And that's why that I love integrity because it's a personal challenge. Oh, girl, that is so beautiful. And it, and it's so true. I just, it, I know I, I don't think I can change the world. <laughs> you don't have to change the world though. But, but, but that is truly how I'm, I want to live my life. I'm trying to live my life. I'm so much like you in that space of, you know, I hold my own self to that regard, my own self. Um, so I'm not asking anything of a partner that I'm not willing to give at all. And I think that it's just so important. And, you know, I didn't really, I think I understood integrity, but I didn't understand it as it's defined and as it plays out in life, right? But the older I've gotten, the more I realized it's so, so important. And when you find a person that lives and moves in that way, you know, I, I, I can rock with you. I can roll with you like that, you know, because I know you're conscious and, 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 and you're trying. And, um, and I think that's all we can do. But when you have people that it's, it, it means nothing, it means, you know, I can lie to you with no, with, with no issue. You know, I can, I can deceive you. I can, as you said, future fake because it sounds good. Um, I can inflate my own ego just because I want you to, you know, I don't know, be enamored by me. No, no, it's it, no, it's distasteful. <laughs> you know, I had an encounter with this man who walked in impeccable integrity. So um, every now and then I volunteer in hospice. 
and I met this family and um, I met his wife and, you know, mm-hmm. she, she was, she was, I met her, she was like kind of on decline, but, you know, we, I sat with her and I would just talk and talk to her. And I used to actually just listen. I used to just sit at her feet and she poured into me so much. Like if I could have, I mean, like that woman poured into me so much. She shared how they came back from the Great Depression and how, you know, she raised her children and all of these things. And, you know, I was with him, I was with her and her husband when she passed away. And um, I went, you know, when her husband called me after she passed and she was like, I want you to ride with me to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And so it was just me and him. And, you know, his family was like, well, why are you with her? But he was like, because she's been with me through the moments. And so, you know, afterwards, I used to spend so much time just visiting him and spending time with him. But it was the time that I spent with him. This man showed me what integrity was when, you know, but even through his wife's story and how she talked about how he carried himself 70 years of marriage and I would always say like, dang, I got robbed in life because I'm never going to have a 70 year old marriage. <laughs> but you know what? It's not about the years, but it's the quality. And quality. wow, you know, now this man is beyond a six, seven figure earner. Like they're like, the enchilada. I mean, like they're beyond wealthy, but like he was silent about it. He had all the cars that they want. They want. He had all of them to play with, but like he was like 97 and he had all the toys. Like his last car that he bought, like when he turned 95, I think was like a Shelby. And I'm like, sir, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, we laughed, but like, you know, because he couldn't drive it. And he'd be like, can you take me to the grocery store? And I'm like, what do you mean from the, you can't even walk. And he would call me, are you doing anything? You know, because like, <laughs> but I loved, I loved hanging out with him because I learned so much. And, you know, a lot of how I view relationships really came from this couple. And, you know, just the way that he loved his wife and how she respected and honored him. And that's why, you know, all this talk about like submission, mm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm going to submit. I don't care how new school you are. So I, this woman is submitting because I can see the benefits and the strength mm. in it, you know? But like, yes. just that's where I learned integrity and the importance of it. Like without it, you have nothing. Yeah. And when and you, you know, yes, go ahead. No, 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 no. That like, you just, you hit it when you said, when you talked about submission, it just like hit me. It's, it's different when you submit to a person that moves in integrity i'm telling you so when you're when you said that it makes perfect sense it's so different because you can then you can you can that they provide that stability i'm talking i'm not talking about perfection i'm saying that they are provide the stability where you don't mind laying that at their feet or in their lap. You, you don't mind laying that submission over there to them, right? You don't you don't mind. You know what? They cultivate a safe space yes. that you know 
I know that if he's asking me to do this, or if he wants me to do this, he's already thought of everything that's going to, you know, that's going to come up or could possibly come up. I know that I'm at the center of his focus and I'm safe right there. And so naturally I'm, I'm going to submit, but what happens is now we have these high value men that want to subject you. And then people think that submission is subjection. No, honey, you got it wrong. Those are two totally different things. And there is no way on God's green earth that I will ever be subjected to your foolishness, your raggediness, your confusion. It's just not happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it's, and it's difficult to, to submit to a person that reminds you they can have 10 of you. Let me tell you something. It is impossible <laughs> to submit to a man that you do not respect. Absolutely, yeah. So if, yeah. if he is always throwing the bottom line or yeah. that I can have 10 of you, it's yeah. just not happening. No, no, that's why I think men need to, they need to hear this from a different perspective. They need to hear women that we're not bashing them. You know, we're just being honest like, you you got it twisted if you believe that we would never find comfort and and I don't care which 10 you're talking about any 10 that you choose you know if you say you have 10 to choose from um anything that you choose you're going to have a higher percentage of those women that are like you and myself and saying no you know you know and, and we they may play with you for a minute but they're looking for a way out because they realize that one you don't really appreciate or value them either and they may be there for the ride because you have the six figures, but that again is temporal. It's not something that. <laughs> but you know what? It's temporal. <laughs> you know what though? Even though Queenie and I know this like gonna sound crazy though, but even the ones that don't really, you know, that stay, they may not. They may stay, but not want to stay. But the day they hear you, the day they hear me, the yeah. day we. The day the sisterhood, the day the de delegation comes for them, we're snatching her Absolutely. because sis does not deserve that. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Nobody Absolutely. deserves to be subjected Absolutely. to this foolishness. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's like, when do we, when do we have a call for healing? Mm. Because we all need to heal. These men need to heal. And, you know, it's yeah. not saying that there's, you know, there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I, we we want to hear your hurts. We want to hear. We want to validate your experiences, and we want to say sorry. We want to apologize for those things. And we, I don't have to be the one who inflicted that pain on you, but you Absolutely. know what? On behalf of us, let me apologize and and show you that we can do it another way. Because then you know, you hear them say, "Well, all women, no, sir. The women in your world, yes, we are not all like that." Yes, yes, yes. I spent so much time trying to convince men that we're not all the same. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but I can't stop because I need them to understand we're not all the same. Um, we all have different experiences, and there are there are very good women out here, very good women. And yeah. I think I think many of the black men that I know, and I'm speaking directly to them, they want to be good men. Um, but sometimes they're just ill-informed and for some strange reason we have now become like the enemy I don't know how that happened either but it's like women and men we're we're now the enemy and 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 that's the other problem you know like like I'm not you know I'm not in opposition to you no you know I'm I I, I just want what you're asking for as well you know be treated well 
And then of course, there's that other population that you that you specialize in talking about that group. Totally different. Throw them over there. <laughs> no, we can't do nothing with them. We can't. We can't do nothing with them. We're going to hand them over to the Lord and, you know, for those that and have the there, ministry, <laughs> the ministry to pray over that. Yes, because... yes. Yes, but I'm talking about the other ones. I do believe that there, and many of us just really, we, we're all seeking that sense of um, partnership, right? Of, mm-hmm. And I, I use the word love, partnership, connection. We are meant to connect. And we're all looking for it, but of course we're burnt. We don't trust. We we have all these messages, all these mixed messages to tell us we're supposed to be this and supposed to be that. Like you were saying, like oh, we're supposed to be darker or lighter or thinner or or make this much money. Or I know I know high value men and many of high value. I hate that term, girl. But I know those <laughs> high value men that will go date the the female that works at the Waffle House. Yep. Right. For, for, and, and ask that man why he chose her. There's a lot of different reasons why he chose her. And it wasn't because she didn't, she because he needed her to bring in the same amount of money that he brought in or because he needed her to have longer hair or show, you know, all this, there's something else. There's another reason, various reasons, but there's another reason. So I think we just have to stop placing all this value on the money and on how he sees us because we have to see ourselves of value first. That's hugely important. If I don't see myself of any worth or value, then really any price tag you put on me, then I'm for sale. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. So I have to know my own worth. And I'm not saying having lofty, unhealthy thoughts of myself, but I am saying having healthy thoughts, realistic thoughts of who I am and know who I am. You know, I earned all of this. Everything that you see me to be, I've earned it. I've worked hard to become this. And as Michelle Obama says, I'm still becoming. All right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and we're still becoming, we're still evolving. But that's one thing that I love about you is that that transparency, that, you know, that passion, that fire, that thing in you that says that, listen, I'm not stopping. I'm not settling. I'm going to be what I'm going to apply pressure because I've got to do what's on the, I've got to get what's on the inside of me out so that I can get the word out so that I can spread the message so that I can inspire somebody to believe that I'm worthy. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of fighting for myself. I'm worthy of my voice being heard. I'm worthy of picking myself up off the ground. I'm worthy of, you know, giving life another chance. I'm worthy of believing in my dreams. And, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes that voice is what, you know, really gets somebody through to the next stage of their life. Because if it wasn't for voices like this, if I could be honest, where would I be? Absolutely. I say the same. Where would I be? So I want to, Thank you so much for everything that you do. Like, oh. I love you. And oh, um, just you thank too. you for coming. Um, but like, first things first, like, where can people find you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> there's that. You can find me out there on social media at the Relationship Zone. Um, if you put it in on IG, the, you just put the um, underscore relationship underscore zone. Um, Facebook and YouTube, you can just put, put in the relationships on the podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm not a big tweeter though. Uh, and you know, I like intimate spaces. So check me out on Facebook, check me out on IG. 
um, stop by the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. I'm just, you know, joy. I, it's, it's joy. That's what it is. It's really about spreading joy, you know, and um, I believe that there's a lot of power uh, in conversations. And I believe that healing, although we know that we'll, we have pain when we talk to, but I believe that there's healing in conversations. And so um, I don't know, I just enjoy bringing intimate moments together so we can talk about the issues that um, burden many of us, right? Um, the uncomfortable conversations about relationships and life and and love, you know, and uh, and I and I, you know, I'm just trying to help mend these broken pieces that many of us carry. Well, thank you for using your broken pieces to help other people yeah. mend their broken pieces. I appreciate you and your time. Thank you, Joy. Thank you. It's been quite a pleasure. You're welcome.